Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA uh, radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And on the on the show today, we've got a, a special guest who's a, a former Boise State football player and a current uh, youth pastor here in the in the Treasure Valley, um, a for, former uh, defensive end at Boise State, Robert Ash. Robert, welcome to the show, and thanks for taking the time to be here today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ken. I'm super honored. Love FCA. I know we've known each other for, for quite a few years now, and it's been great to have you here in Idaho. And um, um, when did you first get to Boise State as a freshman to play football? What year was that? Yeah, my first year at Boise State was actually 2011. Yep, and I came from uh, Sacramento, California, a little town called Elk Grove. So, well, and I uh, I know that you you were a, a you you played football in high school, of course, and you played both ways. What what positions did you play down there? Yeah, so when I was in high school, I played um, right tackle and tight end. And then uh, on defense, I played DN, linebacker, and a little bit of nose tackle. So I kind of played all over the box um, during my high school days. Wow. And, and what was it that made you decide to go on the, the more def- the defensive side when you came to college? Or was that more dictated by Boise State? It was a little bit just opportunity, right? So when I came to Boise State, I came in as a, as a stud linebacker, so DN slash linebacker. Um, and then got the opportunity, so playing both ways in high school. I was actually a better O-lineman than I was a D-lineman. Um, but when I came to Boise State, we just needed – we had a need for defensive linemen and ended up taking that opportunity there. And um, about nine to ten months into my redshirt year, I was asked to switch over to play um, actually offense, offensive guard, right guard, um, for, a, for a couple of snaps here and there. And so I learned how to play right guard which is actually pretty helpful, you know, as a D lineman to know how the opposite side plays and their techniques and stuff like that. And it actually moving back due to an injury um, on our team, moving back to the defensive line. Wow. That's great. And I know you had a, um, you had a great game in that, that 2014 Fiesta bowl uh, with uh, the Grant Hedrick at the quarterback and JHI running back and, you had a great game that, that year, and that was your redshirt junior year. Is that right? Yeah, yep, 2014, my redshirt junior year. You, know, you made some, some great uh, tackles for loss and, um, and just <laughs> at some key times. It was time, a good time. Right? It, was, it was, you know, that's every – yeah, that's, that's every, every – what you say, Broncos dream, right, to, to come back in and, and to play um, in the Fiesta Bowl. It's kind of everyone's dream. And it – seems like I remember that um, you also got a couple – you got some key key sacks in a few other games, like the game against Connecticut and a few other games. And, man, so it's, so, it's just so fun to, to, to watch you. And I know you were involved uh, with a football player's Bible study there. You used to come to FCA and um, when you could and, and chapel there at Boise State. But um, what – for you, and I, I, I just going back just a little bit here, I did notice that you had had some other offers coming out of high school from some other schools, and uh, I did a little research. It, it says Washington, Washington State, Oregon State, Colorado, Nevada, San Diego State, Cal Poly. Wow, that's uh, that's 
that's pretty cool. Pretty impressive, Robert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, there were some pretty fun ones. I mean, we're getting a, an official preferred walk on offer from Ohio state university and have a late offer from UCLA the day before signing day. So I, I, I had a few, pretty big offers there but obviously you know when when coach Pete was at Boise State and just the the blue collar mentality and and the city itself of Boise just the right fit you know and looking back at it it was 100% a 100% a god moment you know when you you when you take a visit to a to a college and you feel just like it's like it's home like, like you belong there you kind of have that that ease um, when it comes to talking to the coaches and talking to the players, you really just feel like you're a part of that family. It was definitely like a no-brainer. Yeah, it's, it's a great place to be, and it still is, and under Coach Harson. And uh, I know that you you still have mm-hmm. connections with the program as you're here yeah. in Boise and the Meridian area. And uh, I want to go back a little bit. What other sports did you do growing up, and, and how did you get involved in sports besides just football? Yeah, my whole family is a sports family, you know. Um, grew, growing up, you know, being being a giant kid, I mean, being way too big for basketball, foul out every single game. My dad said, you know what, Man, we should put you in some, in some contact sport games. And so I started <laughs> playing football at a very, very young age. I think I was like seven or eight years old, but playing with um, 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds. So I always played up um, a couple of ages up because I was just so big. Um, and looking back at it, it was kind of fun. It's like, where did all my teammates go when I was in, in Pop Warner? You know, I'm like, well, they're in high school, and you know, and I'm in middle school. So it's kind of, it was definitely one of those those realizations. I was playing, you know, four years um, age difference, you know, and played basketball, football, basketball. Loved to wrestle when I was in middle school and high school. Um, track and field was was just a fun way to get faster, but definitely just football and basketball were kind of like my my main two sports. Sounds like you did a lot of a lot of activity, and sounds like all those things kind of helped contributed to you being a an agile, you know, defensive end and and offensive lineman. So, well, Robert, tell us a little bit about how you came to know Jesus and uh, your spiritual journey, and how you know what led you to the to the cross of Christ. Yeah, I think well, the first thing to know for, about my my journey is that, and my testimony is that it just really has has to do with community and, um, you know, people, my, my teammates like Christopher Potter and Corey and Dylan Lukehart, just being consistent in loving me and, and giving me grace and walking me through a lot. Um, so when I came to Boise State as a freshman, I was just really um, not really trying to, to be, you know, Christian or not trying to have any religious influence. And I was really just trying to party and have a good time. And I remember I, I ended up, walking into a, a GCD, which is like a young adult service um, on a downtown campus and really just falling in love with the community itself and the people who are there. They're super nice and friendly and loving and caring and didn't really have an agenda except for just to love me and to show me, you know, Jesus's love. And over the over the next four to five years, just really being consistent and, and, and plugging myself in, you know, there was a year, a couple of years of my life, um, 2013, 14 FBS year where me and my, my roommates, you know, we would have Bible studies and go to FCA on Mondays and then go to Engage Truth, which is over at Calvary Chapel. And then, you know, go to a, go to a, um, a GCD service. And then we would go have our own Bible study on a Thursday. And then we would have chapel with the football team and then have a game Saturday and then go to corporate service on a Sunday. So there was, definitely a season of my life that I was just really trying to just get myself plugged into a good community and 
honestly just found myself um, in a moment just worshiping and loving Jesus. You know, my 2014 year after that fiestable, I ended up having to get double knee surgery. And uh, I remember God pretty much just telling me, he was like, hey, you know, um, this is kind of one of those seasons that I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing you to your knees to really just worship me. And one, knowing that, you know, everything was going to be okay, but it was kind of like a wake up call, you know, that I didn't come to Boise state to play football, but really came to Boise state to know Jesus and to really use that platform of playing sports at a high level to really just give God all the glory. Well, amen. Amen. It's, it's great to, to hear your journey and, and to, to see you talk so so fondly of fellowship and community and um i mean that's really exciting and and i i know that you've you've had you you you've been on staff now uh at uh, uh capital christian church there in meridian as the as a youth pastor this past year and i know you volunteered prior to that tell us about that and how that journey of how that all came apart or how that came to to as a part of your life now and then um uh, and, and what that means to you being, being in, in full-time ministry now. Yeah. I think for, for me, um, that, that journey of just volunteering, right. Which is to me, which was really just being, being open to what God's called me to do and being willing to do it. Um, you know, really felt my heart tug on influencing and bringing, you know, students from junior high to high school, to a real relationship with Jesus and really just found myself volunteering, doing, doing the, the two-year internship program over at Capitol Church and just really plugging myself in, right? Um, and then transitioning from this volunteer level to a, to a full-time vocational ministry, that was really just, honestly, it was just giving away in my life to Jesus and saying, you know what, Jesus, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here to be famous. I'm not here for anything but, but to glorify you. So what do I have to do, Jesus, for you can receive all the glory? What am I holding back on? Um, and it was a very clear answer of this. You know, you're, you are called to to influence those people, to influence junior hires and high schoolers and to give me all the glory. So put your, kind of like, put your money where your mouth is, you know, and just trust me and know that I am God. And so I found myself last year, um, actually about a year ago, October of last year, um, having a conversation with my with my pastor and um, we kind of came to the to the same conclusion that this is what I was called to do. And this is kind of part of my purpose in life and um, stepping to this being called full-time youth ministry, you know, the, the, the beautiful journey that it is. Well, that's neat. So neat to hear what a blessing that you are to our community, Robert. And uh, I know to the youth and, and the parents there at Capitol. And, you know, I think it, it's really neat to, to see, I mean, those, those things that exemplified you as a player and the things that just came out of you as a, as a college athlete, college student, as I got to know you as a college athlete, I mean, just the fact that to watch you explode as a player and as an athlete, you know, on the football field and, and just your heart that you had and your character and striving for integrity, trying to be, you know, the same guy, both you know, in public and in private. I mean, on I know all field, of that. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. that? Yeah, on and off the field, yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I know that all those things are, God is using those same kind of things in you as a as a youth pastor, you know, as a youth minister there at Capitol. And 
I'm just, uh, I know we, we have a few minutes left here, Robert. Um, I know you've got to go, but um, what kind of advice have you been in the, in the midst of the, just the, the, the challenges and things going on in our world today, in our community um, with the, you know, with the virus, with other things going on, what kind of advice have you been giving spiritual advice uh, to young people that you minister to every day and maybe also their parents? What's been the encouragement that you've been giving yeah. to them? This might sound super simple. Um, this might sound like it's a, you know, like, like it's not enough or it's not the biggest answer in the entire world, but I wholeheartedly believe if you center your life around this phrase and this truth that God is faithful, um, everything just seems to come together perfectly. You know, um, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of, you know, schools being open or closed and in, in sports games and sports teams and fans not being with all these things to know that God is faithful. God is faithful. And he knows exactly what we need and when we need it. He knows how much we need and how much we don't need. Um, you know, and to just say that that simple phrase that God is faithful. He knows he knows your heart. He cares for you. He cares for your kids. He cares for your passions. Um, as a matter of fact, he actually gave you your passions. Um, and so it's, it's just that simple phrase, right? God is faithful. Um, it really allows you to, to shape your life um, around the truth. That is so important. Mm. That is so good. That is so good. And so comforting too, right? I, we, we forget that. We have all these things going on and we get busy and we get fretful and there's kind of this chronic anxiety thing going around for a while and just taking a step back and remember God is faithful. That is so good, Robert. Well, um, Hey, one last question here. Ken, before, do you remember that? Do you remember that, 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 uh, do you remember that, that good old Christian song when you were a kid, right? He has the whole world in his hands. <laughs> yeah, that song? That. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going back to the basics, right? I mean, simple songs like that. Like he has the whole world in his hands, you know, and the simple phrases, you know, that, that really, I believe that if we just focus our hearts around the, the, the truths around Jesus and not overcomplicate our faith, um, but just keep things simple. It makes it so much easier. Mm, that's good. Going back to the basics. Hey, 30 seconds, Robert, what do you love about the FCA ministry and partnering with FCA? What is it that you love about FCA? And you've seen Jesus do through FCA. Yeah, I think I think you said it before, right? Um, it's the fact that um, teaching students, teaching coaches, teaching the athletes and parents um, how to be the same on and off the field, um, even at home versus at church, right? To be the same, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we're called to be the same, right? And so, I think what FCA does so so well, it, it really empowers. Um, the, the students and empowers the coaches to really just one remind themselves of the biblical truths and then how to live it out, you know, in a in a time and place like um, the United States in 2020 when everyone's kind of going crazy. We're called as Christians to be um, next to the the non anxious waters, and so what I believe FCA does a really good job at doing is teaching the influencers, these athletes and coaches on how to remain faithful, how to remain true to who God's called you to be. Um, the simple phrase is, hey, don't forget who you are, whose you are, and what you're called to do always comes to my mind. Um, we're called by Jesus. We're, we're royalty, First Peter 2, 9. We're, we're, we're a holy generation. 
right? And we're called to just constantly declare the goodness of the one who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. And I wholeheartedly believe that FCA does a great job at just shining the light of Jesus in schools and in and on football teams and wrestling teams and basketball teams. Well, that's, that is such a good word. That, that, and that verse, too, you just shared, First Peter 2.9. And so, Robert, hey, that's some great advice and some great, um, just some great fellowship with you always. And um, I know we got together and had breakfast earlier this week. But, hey, thanks for taking the time to be on Heart of the Athlete today. And um, sure appreciate you, uh, just the times we get together. And I'm always encouraged by what the Lord is doing in you and through you. And uh, so thank you again so much for taking the time today to be on Heart of the Athlete, Robert. Thanks for having me, Kenneth. And thank you for loving our city and our, and our state and our coaches and athletes so well, man. I love you to death. You're the man. You're the legend of FCA. I appreciate you. All right, man. Well, hey, you have a great day. And uh, thanks again, man. Take care. All right. Talk to you soon, Ken. God bless you. Well, folks, uh, you've just been listening to uh, an interview uh, with uh, Robert Ash, former Boy State uh, athlete, student athlete there, played football for Boy State, and uh, was part of that 2014 Fiesta Bowl victory over uh, University of Arizona that year, and current youth pastor over there at Capital Christian in Meridian. So, And what, what a great word and uh, some great advice that he shared with us today in terms of getting back to the basics in, in tough times, right? You know, remembering that God is faithful and, uh, and that he cares for us. And um, he does have the whole world in his hands. And, you know, politics is not going to solve issues on this planet. And money is not. And psychology is not. It's, it's the, the, true, the true answer. The true hope is in Jesus Christ. So, so good. So good. And appreciate everything that Robert was talking about there. And I know that he... Uh, there, uh, he's a, a lot about discipleship, and I know that FCA has really been focusing on that here as a focus this last year. And um, as we, of course, we've we've been in the schools for a long time uh, with, you know, traditionally our, our clubs on campus and junior high and high school and middle school campuses and college campuses and even grade school campuses have been what we call huddles. And uh, but we're uh, we're still doing huddles, which is great, and some of them are on Zoom these days. Um, just depending on the school and, and what situation they have going on with their students being in class. But um, we've got, um, you know, huddles with a discipleship focus has been just an exciting thing to, to really, as, as we look at the win of FCA as disciples making disciples and coaches and athletes getting involved in discipleship, that they would in turn be discipled and then they would, would get back in the game and, for themselves and disciple others. And so we're, um, we're super excited to be encouraging coaches and athletes on their discipleship journey, which is, of course is a lifelong journey. So we're, we're committed to that uh, with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and we're doing a lot of training. We've got some great resources that we're using now that are focused on this discipleship uh, focus. So um, if you're interested in, in getting more information about um, FCA's discipleship uh, program. We've got a, a, a discipleship study called the CORE, uh, C-O-R-E, CORE, and uh, it goes through um, eight different topics of a, of a disciple. And, uh, you know, first of all, joining God's team and, and, surrend- and understanding what the gospel is and being able to communicate that, learning it, internalizing it, 
believing it and then being able to communicate it. And then also living within God's power and, and understanding the Holy spirit. And that, that when Jesus ascended into heaven, that, uh, that he's given us the comforter, right? That, uh, uh, he's the, the Holy spirit is here to, to, to be with us and to, to help us in, in, in every situation and not just the big stuff, but the little stuff too. And then to train spiritually and what that means, that, that parallel of, of um, training as a, as a coach or an athlete, the education, any kind of training and, and, and making that transfer to training spiritually and that how important that is. And then the, the, the fourth core is just uh, on um, uh, prayer and communication with God and, and listening to God and having that solitude with God before and that community. And then, and that leads to the Bible and how important the word of God is in, in, uh, uh, in our culture today and, and us as believers and our student athletes and coaches that are involved with FCA, how the, the word of God and, and the living word of God is so important. So uh, that's, that's the core, core five. And then teaming up in the community with others and not just the community, but community in terms of small group, but then also churches. We're called to get um, athletes and, and coaches into church where they can continue to be a part of the larger body of Christ. And uh, so we're so excited to be able to team up with youth pastors like Robert and, and other pastors around our, our valley and across this, this uh, great nation. And then knowing your role and where you really are in the body of Christ and where what role you play, what you play, and how important that is to, to others, and uh, and and you all know that it's like man, we have an injury and, and a, a body part that's not working quite right. Your elbow, your wrist, your knee, your hip, your ankle. The rest of the body is affected, and and how important it is we that uh, that all the parts of the body are functioning uh, the way God has designed them to function. And then the last the last topic in this study is is that, that reproduction to share with others what it means to be a disciple and invite them to come along and help lead others. So we're really excited about this. And um, uh, so if you're interested and get more information about that, you can contact us at fcaidaho.org. And um, so I just uh, thank you so much for joining us today on Heart of the Athlete here on 94.1 KBXL, The Voice. And uh, we uh, appreciate everything that uh, – uh, the Schaefer family does uh, for FCA, and we're, we're just so grateful to partner with them. And it's been great to have Robert Ash, um, who's over on, on staff with their Capital Christian, uh, on, the, uh, on the program today. So, well, folks, have a great day, and uh, God bless you. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.